Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, this is Ruben with Hoops and Hefeweizens. We're doing, this is another one of our fan podcasts. Oh, and I'm Grant, Greasy Randy. <laughs> and today, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I <laughs> and today we have today we have Josh, our good friend Josh on Twitter. How you doing today, man? How's it going, guys? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> to be here. To be here. Happy to have you, dude. Yeah, for real, man. We've been we've been wanting you on for a while, so this is perfect. You know, this is like perfect for me because like I don't want to get too sappy, but. Josh and and, uh, and Reddit Mavericks are the two nicest people on Mass Twitter, and it's not even close. I just I love them both so much. You're just saying that. No, I'm not. You guys legit are. It's well, funny you two and you two and Grace. It's funny because you're like a big <laughs> asshole on Twitter too. So yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like, we balance yeah. each other out. Yeah, exactly. Yin yang, bro. Just like <laughs> so, Josh. So as of recording of this, um, we are currently in quarantine during a pandemic um again this might come out while we're still in quarantine this might come out in the summer just whenever um whenever our summer is basically um after the season it might come out whenever so but because we are in quarantine at the time recording what have you been doing this entire time that there hasn't been any like Mavs basketball or any basketball any NBA basketball in general um a lot of video games uh just a whole lot of nothing, honestly. I mean, just spending time with the fam. Uh, my dogs really love it. You know, they don't have any idea what's going on in the world, but I'm home <laughs> every day, so they're super happy to not have to be in their kennels or whatever for four, four or five hours a day. But, um, yeah, just video games. I've uh, done a lot of reading, um, binging, Netflix, stuff like that. So, unfortunately, I'm almost all out of things to do, so... <laughs> I'm looking for suggestions if you guys have any. Oh, oh, you you said you've been playing video games, but uh, I'm your friend on Xbox Live, and I never see you in any of the parties. So, okay, so I brought I bought a Switch like right before all this oh, stuff yeah, went down. Right. I, and I'm actually I'm almost done with all the games I have on Switch. So, I guess I'm gonna have to give in and play Halo, even though I haven't played in, like yes. ten years. So that's fine. <laughs> you probably won't even be as bad as some of the other people. Yeah, I'm fucking terrible <laughs> well, Halo. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, but, so, uh, sorry, go on, Grant. I was going to also say, I picked up Fallout 76 yesterday because their new expansion Why? came out. But it's it's fun. Is it? I was having a good time. It's a little buggy. still a little like clunky, but it's like playable now. And there's NPCs to talk to and like a decent quest line to follow. So I'm, I'm having a good time with it. And I, and I was the biggest hater of it for, for the whole time. So I'm... I'm I'm changing my ways. I think I think it's playable now. So if you're looking for something new to play, the new Fallout expansion is definitely worth checking out. I don't know if it's worth forty bucks, but it's worth checking out. <laughs> I paid forty bucks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid sixty like before it came out. So ah, oh, dude. <laughs> oh my god. 
Games are a scam sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah especially really when, when when Bethesda pushes them out. Oh god, dude. Uh, so, what have you been watching then? I want to get. I want. I want who you're watching to see if I have any uh, recommendations. No last um, spoilers, please. Okay, we're out. Last dance. That's later. But <laughs> um, well. I watched the, I mean, just pretty much the normal stuff that everybody's been watching. I mean, I finally gave in and watched the Tiger King series. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Sorry. I actually watched um, Parks and Rec. I haven't watched uh, Parks and Rec before, and I, I started binging that. Um, oh, nice. A lot of you know that I wa- I just finished Game of Thrones, so. How'd you feel about that ending? Um, <laughs> my so So I don't think I was as, I'm not going to be as harsh as most people. I don't think the entire... Season eight was terrible. I just think that the way, like the way it ended, like the last two episodes were garbage. I don't think the way it ended was really, really bad. But I don't think the 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 whole season eight, like everyone says, was as bad as it, you know, is made out to be. Uh, I wasn't happy with the ending, but I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, bro. I remember I started watching it like in like 2016, just because everybody on Twitter at the time was like talking about every fucking day. So I was like fine okay i'll start watching it and i started watching it. it was like it was amazing and then that last season bro like i remember like live tweeting it like during like during like the stuff and i was like this sucks man <laughs> like yeah so and then like the whole like the, the way the night king died and stuff that i mean i don't have a problem with like Arya killing the night king or whatever but there was just never any like you think Jon Snow or something is going to fight the Night King and it's going to be like this big showdown and then like Arya just jumps out of nowhere and kills him. And I'm like, that's like, that's cool and all, but I mean, I don't know. Just some of the, I guess some of the writing was not as good as I thought it would be. Yeah, that's true. So let's see. So you've been watching Parts and Rec. So have you seen uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, no, I haven't. I... About Parks and Rec, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he made it seem like he was gonna oh, ask about on. Parks and Rec. Like, so you've been watching? Okay, well, have you seen this? <laughs> okay. Uh, how did you? How did you? Did you finish Parks and Rec? No, no, I'm still, I'm still watching. Okay, it okay. The last season of Parks and Rec is probably the best last season of any television show in history. That's good to hear. But the last season—that's good. To... I loved it. Okay, that's good to know because there's a lot of shows that. Like even The Office is like my all-time favorite show, but the last season was pretty garbage. But uh, no, it it's, had its moments. But I mean, we all know why that show ended the way it ended. Yeah. But uh, no, Parks and Rec definitely is one of the best endings of any, especially a show like that. It's it, it the the whole last season is is really really interesting. They make it they make it really fun. Hmm. Man, what I look forward I... to it then. So Parks and Rec is really good. I, I haven't, you know, honestly, dude, I never finished it, and I don't know why. I think it's because oh my, I think it's because I went to college and I didn't have cable and like didn't know how to legally stream things yet. So, <laughs> so I never like finished it. And I really, I probably should. And it's a good time to right now. Um, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine is really good. Uh, the Good Place is really good. That's a that's a pretty quick one you can watch. Um, yeah, I like the Good Place. What yeah. else is there? Yeah, like Mavshraft always makes Good Place references, and I never understand. Them. Just watch the show, bro. It's good. Like, <laughs> bro, I haven't even seen Last Dance. Do you think I'm gonna put out time to go see <laughs> Good Place? I don't have Netflix, Hulu, or anything anymore. The fact you haven't seen Last the Last Dance yet, bro, that's so surprising to me. <laughs> it's just like uh, I just am not. I know I watched the first like 
15 minutes of the first episode, and I had the biggest smile on my face, so I'm kind of just waiting till I can watch all of them at one time in a perfect, like, setting. I, I haven't found that yet. I mean, you can. They're, they've they've dropped, like, all the episodes, except for the last two, online, so. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, I think you sent me that link, Grant, to I all did. the episodes. <laughs> you, haven't even, you haven't even watched it yet, but you sent me <laughs> No, <that> I haven't. <laughs> but I, I'm taking care of the people, man. Right, just yeah, whoever wants it can get it, man. Like, yeah. so that's the thing, like, well, now that I know I have it on my phone, I can watch it anytime. I'm just like, well, I can watch it anytime, so I'm gonna wait to like find a better time to do it. And apparently, the last two episodes already leaked too, but I have no idea if they're like oh. the completed like versions of them or not. So by the time I get around to watching the first eight, <laughs> I think the <laughs> next two will be out. Probably knowing you. <laughs> So, Josh, so how did you become a Mavs fan in the first place? Oh, wow. Um, so, I remember, uh, so I was raised by my grandmother, and she was actually a really big sports fan. And there were two games on TV one night when I was like 10, I think I was like 10, year, 10 or 11 years old. Um, and it was during Christmas break, and it was really late, so... My grandmother let me stay up and watch the two basketball games, and she was watching them. One of them uh, was the Mavericks and the Hawks. And I remember watching Dirk play and thinking, wow, he's like seven feet tall. And I don't know. So I went back and looked at the box score of this game, and he was like 13 to 16 that night. But I remember watching like the second half, and he didn't miss a single shot. I'm like, I would like bet my life on it that he didn't miss a single shot in the second half. And it just happened to be that that's the game I watched. And I was like, man, I really like this guy. This is like, this guy's like the best player ever. Like he's missing nothing. And uh, so I remember my grandmother talking about it and saying like, he's going to be like really good one day. You know, this guy's going to be, yeah. he's going to be good. Like he obviously it was like his, well, I guess that would have been like his third year in the league. And uh, yeah, the, the Mavericks won. And I remember my, my grandma was talking after the game. She was like, yeah, we can, um, if you want to, we can go to a game. Um, she's like, I used to go to games, you know, a couple of years ago with, with your grandfather, this and that. So anyways, I went to a Mavericks game like a year later. Um, and in between that time, I watched probably like just five or six. I was super cat. I mean, I was like 10 years old, but, um, I don't know. I guess just like, I just happened to watch that game and I liked Dirk, you know, obviously it's a local game. So, um, that's what's on TV, but, that's kind of how I became a fan. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, so that was like during Christmas break. And then um, like three weeks later, she bought me a Dirk jersey. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Look. So, and I, so I used to, so I, this is a kind of a funny story. I, I, I would like wear it to school and I would come home and then I would like uh, fold it back up and put it in my drawer, like in my dresser. And my grandmother would be like, you can't wear that to school. Like I'd wear, try to wear it to school the next day. I'd be like, "Oh, it's clean. It's fine. I'll wear it. I'll wear it again." <laughs> so I would try to wear my like dirt jersey like three or four days in a row to school. <laughs> Bro, okay. Side note, real quick. Everyone that is listening, Josh here has the dopest jersey collection out of anybody I've ever seen. Like that I know well. Like he's like he he just like pulls out a jersey. He's like, "Yeah, look at this one, and look at this Did one, I- and look Did at I- this one." I don't know. Did I send you pictures of the jerseys? You sent uh, the last time I saw them. It was in. It was before this season started, like right before. So okay. maybe you got even more. But like at that time, you had an insane collection. Damn. Okay, I didn't remember that I sent them to you. 
That's uh, I think we FaceTime. I don't know if you sent them to me. Okay, okay, cool. I didn't... Okay. Well, I appreciate the shout-out. <laughs> That's Dude, it's, awesome. It's incredible. That's so cool, Dad. Hey, so... Oh, here's a quick nugget. Guess... So, uh, that Hawks game, I, I didn't know it at the time, but um, the game... The first game that I remember watching, anyways, guess who the Hawks' leading scorer was that night? What year is this? This is... Oh, uh, yeah. So you, I don't know. Like, uh, oh, 02... I oh, think it's O two. Fuck, dude! I did not give a shit about the Hawks at that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I mean, still I don't. But <laughs> five. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know that one. Yeah, who was it? Jason Terry. Oh, oh shit! God. That's right. God yeah. damn! That's right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's wild. Crazy. That's fucking wild, man! Uh, I love that dude. And Tim Hardaway went zero for eight. I think it was against uh, against the Hawks that night for the Mavericks. Tim Hardaway senior. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so that's crazy because Hardaway Jr. played for the Hawks and the Mavericks. Yeah, it is crazy. Wow, that's a good connection there. (laughs) So, what what has been your favorite moment of this season, this past season, whether it starts back up or not? (laughs) Um, man, that's hard. There's been a lot of great moments. Um, my favorite moment of the season so far. Uh. I don't. I, I think it's kind of a collection of moments. I, I just nothing made me happier than when KP and Lucas started to click towards the end of the you know I say the end of the season, but before everything went to hell, it them like seeing them play together and mesh was like something I've wanted since you know since we acquired KP back last January. So um, that was really that that made me happy to see. That's a good. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. man. Um, so aside from that, what? Okay, so. I want the I want the season to come back, obviously, because um, you know I want to win that. I'd add money on a, how much we'd win, how many games we'd win. But um, that's not why you want the season <laughs> to come back because we're the best team in the NBA. That's true. <laughs> so, um, so what's your outlook on the team, assuming that playoffs started today and we see the fucking Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the one team that I don't want to see. Uh, it just seemed like. They had our number when we played them in the in the regular season. I don't I don't know, I don't think that they're better than the Lakers, but I think that I would rather play the Lakers than than play the Clippers. We just don't match up well against them. Um, yeah, I, I I would I would like to think that we would give them a fight. Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to cheer for them, and I would I would deny this. You know, but it would be hard to beat the Clippers. I mean. It'd be hard. I'm, I'm with you on I'd rather play the Lakers. Not that I think Anthony Davis would drop 50 on us every night because we'd have no one to stop him. But I think yeah. playing against the Lakers would mean more to our younger guys and get them more experience than playing against the Clippers. Because the Clippers are going to, like, we would make it close against the Clippers and we would, we, would, we would have tough losses and we'd be upset. But the Lakers, I think, would just... We'd win maybe one or two games, but they would blow us out the rest of the games. So I, I don't know. And, like... I think the Lakers are probably going to win if the season does resume. So playing the best team and losing to them isn't as bad as playing the second best team or the third best team and, and losing to them. I, I would yeah. I would rather play the Lakers over the Clippers, Here, but yeah. And here's the thing with it too: um, if we played the Clippers or the Lakers, it, got, it, it didn't matter who it was. And let's say we went like six games and it was a close series. I don't think I'd be too disappointed because we have a young team. I no, mean, not at all. You know what I mean? So yeah. if we play the Lakers or Clippers close, then I'm not going to be disappointed. Obviously, I'll be disappointed or sad that we lost, but I'm like, okay, yeah. well, 
Luca's in his second year. This is the first year KP and Luca had together. Like, this is a good. I mean, we're in a good place moving forward at the very least. And you throw in like the corona, like all that confusion with it. It's just it, it kind of makes it, it makes it a little easier, I guess, to get over the loss. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Is. But yeah. those are the only two teams I think we would lose a series to. I don't think we would lose yeah. a series to any other team. I think Utah would would give us a run. I think Denver would give us a run, but no other team I don't think would even combat us. Yeah, wow. like the Rockets, the Jazz, um, the Nuggets, any of those teams, I think that we would beat in a series. The Jazz would, would say, be hard, but the Jazz would probably the Jazz. I would yeah. say the Jazz would beat us before all of this stuff, but I don't like they were playing really iffy post All Star break too. Yeah. yeah. So like they were they were winning four in a row and then they were losing four in a row and then they were you know winning three and then losing two and so I don't I don't really know how they're thinking. Obviously their chemistry might be a little shaky right now too. All right, guys. So, um, what other questions do I have for you today? Let's see. Um, what has been your favorite memory of or favorite moment uh, that included one of our big three, whether it be Luca, KP, or uh, Timmy? What's been my favorite moment um, in this season? Yeah, for this current season. Yeah. Uh, honestly, okay. So this is kind of like out there. Um, I think the the moment that made me the happiest it isn't even a Luca or KP moment. It's more, it's when Maxi shut down Zion. That was like, the, yes, oh I yes, took the that was my, my favorite thing of the entire season. Like, took and it's not even mouth. close. Dude, I was there for that, and it was fucking wild. <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was the best game all year. Because the entire time, like leading up, like the entire day, I was like, fuck, I'm going to this game. I'm going to this game. Fuck, 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 like. I'm gonna see Zion for the first time, but fuck, like who's gonna guard him? Like, I thought, I thought Maxi would do pretty good. Like, you know, I thought he'd give him like a pretty good like, earn for his money, but man, he fucked him up on the national stage. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. With with Zion as a baby and Maxi holding him. That's all you need to know about. That. <laughs> hey, can you can you send me one of those? I have not seen. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple. I'm gonna make it my Abby on Twitter as soon as I get. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> like. Because I, I think about that game a lot because, like, it's the first time I ever see Zion in person, right? Like, playing in a game. And this dude's huge. Like, just a massive, like, just, he's a mass of just energy, right? Looks like a bowling ball. Yeah, it looks like a fucking bowling He's built like a fucking brick house. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, but, the, like, the, just the way he would move. Like, I never saw a dude, like, move that nimble. <laughs> like, who was, like, that size in my life. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so... Man, that was a good day. That was, that was a really good game, actually. That's probably that's probably like in my top like my top three for the season, I think. Is- so I don't. Yeah, that's do y'all know? I mean, I guess y'all know this that uh, Maxie's girlfriend is pretty active on Twitter and stuff. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> she she messaged me and asked, "Hey, can you make a highlight video of Maxie blocking Zion?" Oh, and I was like, I usually wouldn't do this. Like, I was in the middle of a game, and I just like went to iMovie and put them together real quick and put some sound over it and like sent it back to her. And she like tweeted it out or whatever. That's awesome, dude. That's so awesome. What the hell? I love when uh, I love when our players are like people who are close to our players are active on online. You know, yeah, it makes things a lot easier for me. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome, though, man. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't have any other questions, man. So. This is part of the part of the podcast where we can just like bullshit around, you know, for a few minutes, and you know, just uh, talk about stuff or whatever. Well, you know, I have a question, but I don't know if you want me to ask it. Go ask. Go ahead. I think you know. <laughs> I think you know what it is. All right. So, 
Would you guys trade Luca? Oh, God. Oh, God. Damn 14 it. first rounders and nine second rounders. Oh, God. Why is. Okay. Hear me out. God damn it, Gumby. Like. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay, so say we do it, right? But uh-huh. we still keep we still keep KP, Dorian Finney, uh, Tim Hardaway, and uh, Maxi, right? Uh-huh. So you're telling me, with with all those first rounders, I I think we can win a championship with four Dorian Finney Smiths, four Maxi Klebas, one KP, and like one Tim Hardaway and one like ball handler. You're telling me we can't draft <laughs> Dorian Finney Smith and Maxi Kleba with any of those draft picks? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, oh man, the 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 idea of a of a player always, you know, sometimes it's uh, you know is greater than the player itself, you know. So I just don't do it because it's an unknown variable to me. So yeah, I mean it's 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 very risky, but I'm just like like if if someone. <laughs> The GM and me, like, if someone offered me four, or, uh, 21 picks or 23 picks or whatever for one guy, it would be very hard to say no. From, from <laughs> a business perspective, it's definitely a good idea. But can you imagine the backlash of, like, the fan? Like, you wouldn't have any fans anymore. I mean, like, yeah, but we traded Harrison Barnes during a game. Like, I wouldn't put it past him <laughs> in our office. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so True. fucked up, dude. I remember yeah, that, was. too. Oh. That was the weirdest. That was the most awkward atmosphere of a game that I've been to in a long time. I wonder. Like, if, I just, wonder if he has the beard still. I was just sitting there and like with my friend, <laughs> and we were watching, and I was just like, "Dude, Harrison Barnes is playing awful." He was like two of eleven or something, and then it was right before halftime. I got the Shams notification that he'd been traded. I'm just like, "What?" And then they panned to right him there. too, and, and then they, they didn't play the rest of the game. And then they panned to him, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, yeah, uh, yeah that was pretty was awful. awkward. That was very awkward. Was God damn it, Donnie and Mark. Like, well, like it's on Barnes. They they asked him. They said, "Hey, you're probably going to get traded. Do you, like, do you still want to play? Do you still want to play?" God, I was like, yeah, it's terrible. And he uh, he played. He was out there. I mean, he got he was out there. Yeah, but did he really play? Like, <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, like I looked at the box score at, at one time, and he was like two of eleven. God, it's terrible. But we did get Mavs feature All Star Justin Jackson. So. Apparently, Mavs, yeah. Former Mavs legend Zach Randolph. <laughs> yeah. God, he was in that trade. God, I remember that. Oh, that was a good day on Twitter. <laughs> Zebo, dude, Zebo is like the coolest dude too. Like, just like we were, we were his last team. We were his last team. Like that's official. It's somewhere in the. Like, it's probably on Basketball Reference, bro. Yeah. Like, you go to his Wikipedia page. It says traded to Mavericks, waived by Mavericks. That's it. And then after that, there's nothing else. Ah, oh, Zebo. So. What's up? So, if if the if the NBA moves forward with this season at some point, but they only take the top six teams of the playoffs, what would y'all, what would y'all's reaction be? Oh, bro, I'm gonna raise hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't see like if it, so. The only way I think you would even have a season is if they all like went to Disney World or did like that resort thing. And I don't really see the point in uh, if you're gonna risk taking six teams. So that's what thirteen to fifteen players each team. Like and like a few essential staff members, like you might as well just take the other teams too, because I don't know, I don't know how top six yeah. six would work. It would make sense, but I don't know how. I don't yeah, see why it, you just take top six rather than just take everybody. And it saves you like what at two weeks at the most. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, like if if they do the resort style play, like I don't think they would. 
it would be the fastest playoffs ever. Like, because everyone's there. Why can't you just play? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? there's no back to back. There's no traveling. Just, you know, you're there every night. Have, have, like, I guess the first half of, like, I guess, what would there be? Eight games? So you play four games today, four games the next day, four games today, four games the next <laughs> yeah. day. When that's over, you go, you know, two that, games. That'd be good for TV games. ratings. It'd be awesome for TV ratings because anyone's dying to like watch anything right now. Oh yeah, shout yeah. out to NASCAR coming back May seventeenth. <laughs> I do <laughs> yeah. not care. All right, <laughs> car goes fast. <laughs> here's the here's here's what the Mavericks' luck would be is we they'd only take the top six teams and like. That would suck in itself, but then we would like they would still only do fourteen lottery teams, and we'd be like one of the f- four teams that didn't get the playoffs or a lottery pick. Yeah, that's, that I, yeah, that, that's like an added wrinkle to it too, man. Where it's just like yeah. I don't even well, think about yeah. that. You're you're right, but um, all my my two draft people say that uh, the sweet spot for us is kind of where we are, which is 18th. That's everyone. Uh, the two people I talk to about it say 14 through 20, like five is where we need to be. Cause there's a couple, a uh, couple of big wings. Uh, in that, more in that, wings that fall in there. I need more wings. I love wings. But dude. if we could somehow move up and snag LaMelo ball or James Wiseman, I would not be upset at all. What do you think? Or, what would it take? Huh? Do you think? Oh, we'd have to, we'd literally have to like move up. Like, we'd have to get lucky as hell and win the lottery, which it would be impossible at this point. Yeah. We're due. If, if we're there's due no more regular it, season, we can't, we can't fall back or fall forward. I mean, we're due for it, but we got KP and Luka, bro. We don't, we don't need to get, we don't need to be greedy. Could have had Zion. That's <laughs> what I just think about. Yeah. That's Man, always my I, thing. Do, I think about that very often. Could have had Zion, but what if we got John Morant? That would have like, been fun, Zion's too, dude. Great, but, like, that would have been fun, a, having John. A second ball handler that's really athletic on this team is, is I think, way more needed than, than if, Zion. If, if we had Jaw or Zion, I mean, there would be no argument that the Mavs would be the most fun team to watch in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, like, then, imagine the yeah. dynamic of, of, like, a ball handler like Westbrook, like Jaw, or, like, what Dennis Smith should have been with KP and Luka. That's, that's crazy. Like, Zion would have been fun also, but, like, I think... The, the pace of play we would play at with with a point guard like Jaw or like Lamelo or like uh, what's yeah. his name Cole Anthony w- would be so exciting. Yeah, Cole. I like Cole Anthony. People sleep on him. I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. I, but I mean, I think the best player in the draft is clearly Lamelo. It is. Uh, yeah, it definitely. Like, is. Wiseman's the most like he has. I think he probably has the most superstar potential. But I think day one impact Lamelo Ball is like ready. You think so? I th- I think Wiseman is probably like the most NBA ready, but I don't know I if his ceiling Wiseman. is high as Lamelo. I don't know if his ceiling's high as Lamelo Ball. I would take Wiseman first overall just because he's seven foot and can shoot threes. And yeah. You know how much I love that. But I still think <laughs> I still think this team needs another ball handler, just another like killer. And and Lamelo yeah. is great at defense. And in Lamelo, the only thing that he really misses from his game is he's very inconsistent from three. If he can improve his shot like Lonzo has, I mean, we saw what Lonzo did to us. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like I mean, and Lonzo, Lonzo last year wasn't shooting great, but he didn't play a lot. But uh, this year, he's shooting league average from three, which is monumental yeah. for for that guy. No one, I don't, I didn't see it coming. I thought he would be okay from three, but shooting league average is is far and above what I think most people thought he would do, especially in year three. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That, that is true. Because when I saw him play, I was like, "Oh, he's hitting these now." 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, okay, never mind. Especially against us, yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude, you fucking hit him. I was like, okay, cool. Like, he's working it, on that. It's like, going in, <laughs> it's like going into the game you want. Like, it's like, okay, if Lonzo's taking seven or eight threes, that's a good thing for us. And then he hits like seven Five. or nine or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's like four of them. Like, fuck, okay. That sucks. Like, <laughs> it's like when Frank Nilekina destroyed us. In, uh, oh, in don't even talk about it. <laughs> Frank Sorry, the Tank drop. I know Bids is listening, so I had to uh had to drop had to drop his, his French song. <laughs> like had to drop Frankie you, Smokes real quick. Was it was it Frank I think he was working out in Dallas this past summer. Um, yeah, it was he was working with the legends. Bibbs was like going correct Bibbs had like a giant boner. <laughs> Dude, I would too if we got Frank Nick, you know. I mean, like that's the thing with players that play with the Knicks. You don't really know how good they actually are. Like yeah. Dennis Smith is yeah, getting like, yeah. thrown away. Neil King is getting thrown away. RJ Barrett was like amazing this year, but no one really noticed because he was on the Knicks and they didn't really use him correctly. Dennis Smith, I think, and I'm on an island with this kind of by myself, but I think Dennis Smith will be a a decent starter in the league at some point like if he gets to the right team in the right system i i I genuinely think that he will be um at at the very least like maybe a a 15 points per game like five six assist guy i I think that's dude he averaged 15 5 and 5 in his rookie year and like exactly it was the best player on the team it's not his fault that he was stuck with a bunch of people that couldn't dribble or pass like wes and Barnes and DeAndre, like, uh, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you give him a, if you give him like the the Mavs with Luca and KP and Maxi and Dorian, Dorian's his best friend, and and all those guys, like, oh my god, imagine yeah. the spacing. I know he dribbles into nothing a lot, but like, you can like Rick Carlisle can fix that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I would take him back in Dallas in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think I think that's the, probably the best thing about the Knicks kind of squandering him away. Is his value will be very low, and I mean, there's no shot, reason why yeah. we can't. There's no reason we can't like run in and trade for him. Jalen Brunson for Dennis Smith. What do you say? Uh, I wouldn't want to trade guard for a guard just because we really don't have the depth. I would do. I would do like Delon Wright though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because uh, not because Delon Wright's bad, but just because he just it's kind of obvious he doesn't really fit here. I, yeah, I love the guy. I that, love yeah. the defense yeah. long like guy but he just doesn't really i don't really see the point in him yeah, as a, yeah I'm, if he's not like a starting player on your team and like one of the more essential pieces of your offense and defense i don't really know purpose of things but i i would definitely i definitely wish we could have worked it out with him but i he's one of the guys unless he has an amazing playoff run i don't really think he'll be back uh next playoff run that's fair all right, guys, so this is going to wrap up today's podcast. We appreciate you, Josh, for coming on, man. You are fucking awesome. Yes. We definitely want you on again in the future. So Top two, and he's not two. <laughs> All right, I appreciate guys. the opportunity, guys. Yeah, so with that, see you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs>